This is Octopus, a podcast following the stories of eight people in one city. In this episode, I meet with Steve Reynolds, Director of Education Outside the Classroom at Lipo Chun United World College in Hong Kong. Nineteen seventy nine at the Harrogate Theatre in North England. Bright lights, sweat on the floorboards, a sculptor in a hospital room. He's fresh from a car accident, paralyzed from the neck down, and he wants the doctor to pull the plug. Somewhere in the audience, Steve Reynolds watches his first play. A play called Whose Life Is It Anyway? He's eighteen or nineteen. In fact, this is the first time he steps inside a theater. It's not the last time, either. Because in that auditorium, Steve decides that he wants to be an actor, a sculptor, a doctor. Some evening classes and auditions later, his life in theatre begins by ending. It was kind of a comedy mystery murder whodunit. And part of the comedy is the victim, the dead body, is on the floor, on stage throughout the whole play. So I had to lay completely still on the floor for about 90 minutes. And it's extremely challenging not to be able to move. And at the end, when they took the bow, they had to lift me up because my whole body had gone completely, you know, I'd lost all my circulation. And so that was my uh, less than glorious introduction to uh, to theatre. In present day, Steve introduces the theatre to others, albeit in a very different way. He's the director of education outside the classroom at Lipo Chun United World College. And what that entails is pretty much... Well, education outside the classroom. But Steve makes leaps and bounds outside of expectation here, because aside from organizing things like outdoor activities and leadership workshops, he oversees a very special type of theater. Verbatim is a performance, but it's, it's based on the real words of real people. And it, when it's performed, it's therapeutic and affirming for the people that were involved in the making who see it, if it was their words, and it's also, it gives voice to them for the wider public uh, and shares a bit about the, the lives and conditions of, of other kinds of people. A verbatim theatre play is produced at the college every year, the catch being that the students have a week to put it all together. They've previously worked with disabled youths in Beijing and orphans in Cambodia. My own introduction to Steve was at this year's verbatim theatre performance about the homeless. He was vibrant and exhausted and undeniably proud. I asked him what the process was like. So we were going from one place to the other interviewing people and we also did two food drops in the evening with two different charities. So we went to the poor areas where they, to my surprise, it's almost like a little ghetto. They have a, almost like a little village of homeless people that have built their homes out of cardboard or clothing or you know waste materials uh, and we did the food drop and we tried to speak, to speak to the homeless. Hong Kong is increasingly cosmopolitan and the play reflects that in its bilingualism but it also speaks to the college at large which welcomes students from over 80 countries. It's located in Wukai Sha with Starfish Bay to the north and the Hunchback's Mountain Range lining the south and amidst all of this a campus with students and teachers living together, learning together. But not in a million years would the 16-year-old version of Steve have believed this was his future. I just hated school. I was so happy when I got out of it. I never dreamed I would go back into a school in my life. So, yeah, very ironic that I ended up 
<laughs> spending my life in a school, actually. Steve came from a working class background. Dad went from job to job, the family moved around, and comfort came in a colored box that turned out sitcoms and infomercials. His own ascension into adulthood was a series of blue collars, from Italian kitchens to mattress making for the 1980 Moscow Olympics. But in none of that could anyone foresee his decision to leave London and teach at an international school in Tanzania, where he would stay for the next nine years. It was there, in the coastal city of Dar es Salaam, that Steve provided something more valuable than the act of performance. He provided access. Students from my school could attend, but really I wanted to focus on local youth that had no input, no access to theatre, and give them that experience. And with the help of the school, I managed to fund a bus that would go through the city and pick the young people up at various stopping points, bring them to the school. The school were kind enough to allow me to use their stage and we would do rehearsals and plays there. Steve would like to see a more holistic approach to learning, where education outside the classroom is just education. That might include things like mindfulness and Tai Chi before class, or getting a conversation started on emotional intelligence. For me, education is not just about facts and figures and exams. It's about, it's about making an emotional impact. It's about making the, uh, making the students have a paradigm shift in their thinking to see things in a different way. In retrospect, Steve tells me he'd like to have had a second shot at acting given another chance to approach it differently. Performing is often pre-prepared. There's often a script and you have to learn the script, learn the lines, learn the moves. But actually the magic, the power of a, a, a strong performance is acting as if it never happened before. Acting as if you're completely in that moment and everything is fresh and everything is hitting you for the first time. And I think you have to be a person, therefore, that can be in the moment and present in their day-to-day life. Uh, And I think part of my problem was when I was a schoolboy, to escape the horrors of my schooling, I I fantasized all the time. I would sit at the desk and I'd be in a dream world. Theatre was escapism, even if it did mean lying on the ground and imitating all the complex mannerisms of a corpse. That definition's changed over time. And so has Steve's relationship to theatre. You give birth to something and you, you see it grow and you help to shape it. And when it gets to performance, it's out of your hands completely. You have to trust and rely on the students, the performers, to do what they're going to do. And you sit back and you can laugh and you can be amazed. You can hold your head in, <laughs> in despair if something goes wrong, but you can't do anything about it then. So it's also it's that process of being of, of real creative ownership and then genuinely letting go and letting the students run with the product. Aside from teaching, Steve has been training to be a psychotherapist for the last four years, namely in psychodrama, which uses action and techniques for therapeutic growth. He's also currently updating his physical instructor qualifications, and here I quote, just for the fun of it. Steve has moved from place to place, but the theatre has always been his home, and in the coming years, it'll continue to evolve alongside him. A subject like theatre or the arts, you get close to the students and you work closely with them, and it's not a relationship where the teacher pours knowledge into them. It really is a collaboration, and that's what I, I really enjoy, being part of that process. 
This episode was produced, hosted, and written by Mandy Sham. It was mixed by Mark Marchie. Special thanks go to the Allen Slate Radio Institute in Toronto, Canada.